Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Shine a Light podcast. I am here with my friend, Bree. So, Bree, I will have you introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Bree. Um, what else do you need to know? Just <laughs> that you do, which we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, I'm Brianne Ott. Um, I am 32. Do you care about my age? I um, live in Huntington Woods, and I have a one-year-old, and that's kind of consumed my life these yeah. days. and that's basically what we're going to talk about. And Bree and I know each other because we used to work together. I have not yet disclosed where I work, so... Got it. But we used to work together. Okay. <laughs> um, all Thank right. Thank you for so, telling me that. Yeah, I know. I meant to tell you that before. Um, so what do you want to shine a light on? Oh, it's such a loaded question because I, I feel like there's... When you said you wanted to do a podcast, I was like, oh my God, I have so much to talk about with Megan. I feel like... Um, what's, you know, huge for me right now is motherhood. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that. And then I think it's just going to snowball into a lot of different things. I want to talk about, uh, or shine a light on just, I think we underestimate the enormous change that women go through when they have a child. And I'm not just talking about physically or mentally. I'm talking about, you know, just how they connect with other women, how, you know, what does that mean for their career? Um, you know, how they connect with their children. There's just like so much more than just physical and mental that um, I think we underestimate. And the physical and mental are huge too. Mm-hmm. So put everything else on top of that. Um, right. Okay. My whole entire life has changed. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I really like what you just said about connecting with other women. So we will get to that. Um, why is this topic important to you? I mean, obviously you are a mother, so it's something that yeah. you want to talk about. But why is this something that you want to share with other people it's just such a life i don't think that i knew before having my son his name is seager he's the cutest he's really Um, really cute and he's funny and smart and brave and all those other things you're supposed to say after (laughs) cute but he's cute guys okay um so i just feel like i didn't you you so you get married you want to have a baby if that's what you choose to do you get pregnant hopefully you know god willing and then you have a baby and you're like, okay, I need to keep you alive. But you don't really realize like all the other things that are going to change for you. And so I just think it's so important. I know everyone says like, it's the biggest change in your life, but you think of it, like you don't think of it in the way that I've experienced. I don't think. Okay. Um, so I'm just hoping someone else will listen and be like, I'm going through that same thing. Yeah. Or, you know. Well, I'm just, I mean, even as somebody who doesn't have kids yet, I'm super curious kind of about what you mean by all that. Because, yeah, I have no idea what it means either. So Yeah. And I think everyone just tells you if you don't have kids, everyone says your entire life's going to change. Like, you're mm-hmm. never going to be able to rest again. And I feel like that's what everyone hears. Yeah. But you're not really getting into, like, the real experience of having a child. And my experience, I think, is different than... My sisters, it's different than my girlfriends, yeah. it's different. So it's just another experience that someone can listen to. Okay, awesome. So you decided to um, stay at home. Yeah. And so walk me through that decision to stay home and kind of not come back after your maternity leave. It was such a hard, 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 hard decision. Um, I'm going to be kind of honest here. I was not that happy at my current job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been that way for a while. Um, and I knew that I either needed to make a change in my career, um, but I was pregnant. So, you know, at the time that I really wanted to make a change, I had gotten pregnant and I was thinking like, do I make a change now? And then, you know, wanting to stay home was always something in the back of my mind. So I wasn't sure exactly 
what I wanted to do and the people who I worked with were fabulous. And mm-hmm. so I thought, you know, let's let me stick it out. Let's see if I can, you know, my husband and I had talked about it in circles. Like, can we make this work financially? You know, we I do not take for granted how blessed that I am that I've been able to. I could like cry thinking about it. Like that you've been do able people cry to do this. this oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. They cry, they swear, we talk about therapy. And we're not even talking about anything like that emotional, but my son's about to be one in a week, people, and so I'm a little bit on the edge. Nostalgic. (laughs) But just like I've been able to get him from every single nap. Mm -hmm. And to other, you know, and I don't know that that's what everyone wants, and that's okay. Right, right. Um, But I've been able to get him from, you know, so I'm, from every nap, I've been here for every single milestone in that first year. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm not, I don't take for granted how incredibly blessed that I am, that I was able to make the opportunity, you know, make the choice to stay home. But it was a really hard decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm curious, do you know anybody who would like to be staying at home but can't? Yeah. And have you had, like, conversations with them? Yeah, I think so. And I wanted, you know, I when I we were talking about before we did this post or before we did this podcast, we were talking about kind of like different topics we wanted to touch on and like mom judgment is is hard yeah and like mo- moms judge each other it's all over the internet it's in person even if you're not meaning to you you know it's mom judgment is real mm-hmm. and it's out there and so I was super cautious when I was telling my friends who were working who I knew wanted to be home with their babies yeah that I was gonna stay home because you just a, I never wanted to brag or boast. I didn't know how I was, didn't have my child this time mm-hmm. yet. And I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. So I didn't want to get like too big for my britches either and be like, yeah. I'm staying at home and I'm going to love every second yeah. of it and like yeah. never want to work again. Right. So I just, um, it was a hard decision. I, you know, had, had girlfriends around me who were, you know, who would say, like, I could never stay home. Like, I would be so bored, and I right. really need to use my brain, which is actually really offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had other friends who would say, like, I would die to stay home, and you're, you're so, so lucky. lucky. Yeah. And so you, it puts you in a weird spot. You feel like at one point you don't want to make people feel bad. Yeah. And another point you just feel like you're being judged. Right. And you're, you don't yeah. have a brain. Right. Which yeah. I've, people have actually said to me <laughs> quite a few times, like, don't you just, don't you feel like you want to, like, get back and use your brain? I'm like, do you know that I'm, what, or do you feel fulfilled? Like, I get that a lot. I had not felt fulfilled, and. Yeah, you just said you weren't happy at your job, so you weren't feeling fulfilled at work either, so. Right, I I had not felt fulfilled in work in a really long time, and I, what could be more fulfilling than, like, being home with my child? Right. Yeah, I, I was, that was one of my questions was, what are the misconceptions? Because I do feel like, even I hear like, oh, well, she's just a stay-at-home mom. Like, people act like it's so offensive, easy, which it's right. not. Um, but yeah, that you're just like sitting here like, I don't know, making chocolates for your husband or something. Right, <laughs> yeah. which does happen sometimes. <laughs> yes. um, but it's not what you do all day, every no, day. So what are their misconceptions and how have you kind of dealt with that? So I think... You know, and it goes back to, like, kind of, like, the mom judgment. And I am so incredibly blessed to have a mom, I call it, like, mom tribe, Mm -hmm. that I would literally be lost without. Um, And And did you find these people after? Yes. And I want to, so I want to share because I think um, my stepsister is giving birth in July. And she's like, what can you tell me? Like, I need to soak it all in. I was like, the one thing I can tell you 
you can read your books, you can try to put, you know, sleep train your baby, you can figure out how to breastfeed. The one thing I wanted to, which is important, you do need to feed your child. <laughs> right. It's kind of a, a thing. Oops, one <laughs> thing that I would tell any mom, first time mom, or even just someone who's going, you know, I guess even if it's your second, you didn't do it with your first, um, find a group of women who there's absolutely no judgment. You feel like you can call or text. I mean, I've already been, t it's like what, nine o'clock? Mm -hmm. I've been texting my mom, girlfriend since 6 a.m. Okay, I really, before you go any further, I need to know how you found this yes. kind of woman. <laughs> yes. So, and I'll give Honey a little plug. So, okay. it's Honey in Ferndale. It's called um, Honey for Moms. And um, maybe we'll post this. I'll see if I can mm -hmm. post the podcast. Sam talked about that too. So oh, we'll, she did. Yeah, yeah. See if she can post the podcast yeah. on their um, Instagram. But it's interesting. So I'm a part of a mom's group without giving up, you know, too much information yeah. about. So I'm a, I'm a part of a mom's group. Or sorry, I was on a mom's Facebook group um, when Seeger was like, I don't know, three weeks old. And I was like, I really want to go on like a mom, like a date with moms. Mm -hmm. And I went on a date with these two individuals. And it just, we, we did not connect. They, no. I did not find like, they were my people. I don't yeah. know if I was their people right. and that's okay. You right. know, um, I left this date. It was at Starbucks. It's funny that I'm calling it a date, but I left this like <laughs> mom play date, play date. Seager was three weeks old. He like looked at the sky. Right. <laughs> and, um, I walked into Honey for Moms, which I heard was like uh -huh. a really cool I've place. so many good things about it's it. It's in yeah. Ferndale and it was the best thing I've ever done. Honestly, the best thing I've done for I could have done for myself. You know me, like, because you've known me for years uh -huh. as like social and yeah. not shy. But I'm no. actually because you came you came to work, you came to work yeah. after I did. Yeah, and I would definitely shy is like the last word I would use to describe you. The first day I met you, you were doing a cooking demo and like threw zucchini across the room. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, Megan's not going to believe this, but like, I am painfully shy. Um, if I like walking into a group of women, just like not by myself, know. not yeah. knowing anyone being like, Hey guys. I mean, so I was, I was, it was so outside of my, um, personality. And I walked into honey for moms and signed up for this first mom's group. Okay. And it was a six weeks thing. And it was the, I have the most amazing girlfriends from that. Now we don't like use their resources mm -hmm. as much anymore because we, create our own like right. play dates and whatever right um but it was the best thing i think i went on a tangent and did that thing no I no no <laughs> i was really curious about that because i see you on instagram posts like your play dates and going to the library and i was curious how you found your group yeah um, i mean you asked about misconceptions like so am i you know like giving brain surgery on a daily basis am i you know a mathematician am i teaching kids at school am i whatever any any career you can think of i'm not doing those things but i am using my brain in a different way so i do get so offended when people say like i just want to keep using my brain and i think after you put you can you can tend to you as like just individuals put your own judgment onto others mm -hmm. so i think when moms are saying like how is it like don't you feel like you want to use your brain i think a little part of them and forgive me if i'm speaking for people out there and they don't yeah. think this is true <laughs> but i think a little part of them is like i wish i could be home yeah so you you take that it's into like consideration also yes yeah. exactly yeah okay so what does a typical day look like for you and seeker then well we're very busy <laughs> i know you are um we have a very bad 
<laughs> schedule. Um, Seeger wakes up at like 6 a.m. So early as F. Yes. And um, we cuddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he... Is formula fed, which is like a whole other podcast I think we need to do. Um, not breastfed, which to even get... How long is this podcast? I mean, they're usually about an hour. But okay. Yeah. To even get into that whole thing, breastfeeding versus formula. If you yeah. are a mom or if you are pregnant and you have hopes of breastfeeding, which I pray to God it works for you, and then you have your baby... I cried literally for two months because I could not breastfeed. And that's so time that I, I could have spent with my son. I hate to interrupt you, but I think I need to introduce you to Sam because we went over this in her episode too because she yeah. couldn't breastfeed either. Yeah. So I think that uh, you guys have a lot in common, but same thing. She yeah. got very discouraged. Like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. Like, I'm a bad mom. Well, and you just feel like uh, you worry about so much. Like, I worried about the connection I was going to have with my son. I worry, which is funny because I'm with him 24 hours a day. You know, like, yeah. you're, we're right. connected. You're connecting. Yeah. Um, I was worried about just, like, the things that are in formula, like the FDA approves wild things that are in formula, ingredients. Um, so I, I didn't know, you know, I had to do research, and he was already here. So I'm like, how can I do research and feed you at the same time? Um, but that's a whole other yeah. podcast. Um, so he gets tell fed. Me your, your typical day. Oh, typical day. Okay. <laughs> Cuddles, feeding. Yeah, so he wakes up. Um, he has a bottle, he plays for a little bit, and then he has breakfast, which you can see on Feeding My Little Foodie. Give that a little plug. Yeah. Um, so, and I can go into that a little bit when yeah, I tell you about things that I find from, yeah. like, for me through all of this. Because um, that is the one hard part sidebar about being a stay-at-home <laughs> mom is you still have to find something for something you. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, he has breakfast, and then at around nine he takes a nap, which okay. is ha oh, best time of the day. And then um, not really, I like playing with him also. And then around ten thirty he wakes up from his nap. Um, he has another bottle, and then we're out. Like he is walking, so he's not even a year yet. He's been walking for a few weeks, and the kid like gets into everything. So unless I want him like on the floor like playing with knives and like dish detergent. <laughs> We, like, have to get out of the house. <laughs> so um, we'll go to, like, the library. So we go to story time on Mondays. We have music class on Wednesdays. Um, Our library is great because they give you all that for free. Like, right. you can just go. That's yes. the thing, too. Like, you know, I, my husband and I, when I decided to, when we decided that I would stay home, I didn't want it to be like, okay, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to be a shut-in because mm-hmm. I'm not working. Yeah. So there's so many things you can do for yeah. free. Um so many things we go to all different libraries like yeah. when we're sick of our library right. so uh <coughs> we'll go to a play date and then he comes back he naps again so he's on two naps so if your mom out there you know what that's like um and then he wakes up from his nap his second nap and then we do the whole you know not more play dates yeah. more music you know more classes a lot of errands happen in, mm-hmm. the, in between there right, also like right. he loves he's such a flirt and he loves to go to trader joe's he is a flirt yeah. he loves a good costco run we both like go for the samples, mm-hmm. um, and there's housework in between and laundry. And I feel like all I do is, like, I feel like I'm like constantly up. cleaning my yeah. floor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of that. Yeah. But my husband works. He leaves at like six in the morning. He doesn't get home at seven till seven. Oh, wow. It's a long that day. That is a long day for me. I was going to ask. Um, 
when your husband gets home, are you kind of like, hey, you need to take Seeger for a little bit so I can like have a, have a minute? I would say that was from zero to six months. Yeah. Um, Spence is my husband and he is... I don't... Um, I don't know many like dads out there like he. Mm-hmm. He is like he. <laughs> like him. He just... He is obsessed with our son, which I know seems like a duh thing. He's, he's his dad. But he... I don't know. I feel like, and I've, again, I'm not speaking for anyone, but I feel like a lot of dads, like, come in, come out, love their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spencer truly, I feel like, is an equal to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the mom. I'm here all day. So, of course, I'm right. a little bit more involved. But um, he just loves him to death. And he, so from zero to six months, when before my son was sleep trained, so it's like, Oh, they go rogue yeah. all day long yeah. and all night long. He would come home and I'd be like, okay. But I wouldn't even have to say, like, here he is. Right. He would come home and just, like, He would do it want without him. you having yeah. to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. is amazing. Now, Seager goes to bed. He stays, you know, asleep. And so, uh, more oftentimes than not, Seager's already sleeping before he gets home. Okay. What's the most rewarding part for you about staying at home? I almost said working from home. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and this kind of goes back to my decision of why I chose to. So I lost my mom to brain cancer when I was 11. Um, and really, I'm never going to get this time back. Right. So if I have the choice to stay at home, um, you know, to me it was, if I have the choice, to me it was like the only decision because God forbid we only have a few years together. Right. And so I think just like... It's, it's, you know, like, how much you're going to love your child, but, like, seeing every little thing he, and this may not be the way it is for some women, mm-hmm. you know, but seeing every little thing that he does that's new, like, I remember the first time he saw the rain, like, yeah. just being able to re- recall those things, and it may not happen with my second child, and I may not want to right. be home, you know, from, for, we hope to have more kids. Right. Um, but just seeing every single first of his, and just... I will never regret that I did this. It's just, I can't pinpoint one rewarding thing. I think it's just, I guess, seeing every first. And, like, just being like, oh, my God, it's just rain. But being like, (laughs) rain's pretty cool. (laughs) Like, like seeing it through his eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. And what is the most challenging thing? Okay, so I would say at the beginning, and it's funny, you're talking to me, like, so, for those who are listening... Uh, my son's almost a year, like I said, so we're at a pretty good, like, stride. Yeah. Um, so I think the most challenging for me was at the beginning, and I, I am very fortunate I did not suffer from any postpartum. Mm-hmm. I, um, postpartum depression, I clicked pretty quickly to being a mom, and I enjoyed it. I, so I didn't really have days where I was like... I mean, there's some days that I come home, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, to Spence. I'll be like, your son's crazy. <laughs> but um, I've loved really every minute of being home. Okay. Um, so the most challenging for me was at the beginning when I so badly needed a break but didn't want to part from him. Mm. And I remember talking to some of my mom friends about, like, I all I want is a break and I can't, I don't want to leave him. Like it's such a, such a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really challenging. And then now where I'm a little bit more happy, but like, okay, go play yeah. with, you know, with, we have family members who babysit. Um, now I would say, I said to myself, if I ever start resenting my time with him, I would go back to work. Yeah. So if I ever was like, you know, 
on my phone instead of playing with him. Okay, it's you. You're home too much. You gotta get. You gotta go out. Right, you gotta. You right. know. If I ever. Um, so it's just those things like trying to remain present. You know, can be a little bit difficult. Mom guilt, even though I stay home, is still challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all hard. Being a mom is so freaking hard. I mean, it's hard. You know. Yeah. I would imagine I'm not one, but yeah, <laughs> I, would imagine I mean, it's, it's hard. hard. I think people <laughs> underestimate like how hard it is just like how much changes for you and I I honestly think if you were to ask my family I think they would think that it this has been seamless for me I would hope they would think that because yeah. that's how I feel my husband and I our marriage has not you know if I was really worried actually about having a child and um just how hard that can be on a marriage mm-hmm. and we've really just become a better team yeah. I think um so even Ed Seeger didn't have acid reflux and he wasn't colic and he's developmentally, at, you know, doing well. So even with all of that in, it's still so hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's just so many things that add into why. Right. I know I was going to say, I was going to say like, so, so you alluded in the beginning, like all the changes that someone yeah. goes through. Is there anything that you want, before we get into kind of your interests, what, what other changes do you, did you want to make sure that you talked about if there are any. yeah so i mean just physical first of all um so you see like kim kardashian right and i like hate to even plug her on this podcast she's like the devil um smart she's a very smart lady <laughs> but um can i say that she's the devil you sure part? can yeah okay um i actually quite like the kardashians spencer my husband like literally thinks that they're the devil but as a mom and especially if i I'm lucky enough to be the mom of a girl. You don't just have the baby and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go run a marathon. Like, yeah. I was lucky enough to have a vaginal birth. I didn't have to ha- struggle from a C-section. But um, it is so hard. So just when you feel like you can... First of all, you can't work out for six weeks. So let's right. just talk about the physical for a second. Yeah. You can't work out for six weeks if you have vaginal. You can't work out for eight weeks if you mm-hmm. have... Um, C-section, and then who says you're ready to go work out? Yeah. You're not sleeping. You're exhausted. Right, and all of a sudden, all your time is taken up. Like that time you, you have had to no go to the gym time is, does not exist anymore. And it's not like you're eating right protein and yeah. like a veggie and a syrup. Yeah. Like, you're like just. I remember. <laughs> I don't remember how old Seeger was, but we had chicken breasts in the fridge, and like I remember just like manhandling the chicken breast, like just in my mouth yeah. like it's not like you're, you're like sitting and like warming the microwave right this is like very early stages of being yeah. a mom yeah you just don't have a ton of time so then six weeks goes by and you're like okay I'm gonna work out and then six months goes by and you're like okay i'm starting to get my stride i you know my son's start, gonna start to be sleep trained and then you know you feel like okay i think i can start working out again and then you start like trying to eat better and then a year comes and you're like, okay, I finally understand how to be a mom. It takes, I mean, think about a new job. It takes a full year. So once you're, you know, I feel like my son's about to be one and I just now feel like, okay, I'm going to like really try to get my fitness back on. Right. (laughs) And so I think that there's a misconception Mm -hmm. about like, first of all, if you were skinny before you had your kids, you're going to get, you're going to get rid of your kid. You're going <laughs> to give birth and you're going to be skinny. Yeah. Like my sister. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not for those of you who are skinny and worried about getting pregnant because you don't want to get fat. First of all, you're selfish and you're not ready to have a baby. <laughs> but <laughs> if that's your concern. You can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But if you struggle with weight, which I, for my entire yeah, life, same, yep. and you have a baby, it's not just going it, to, did it fall off you before you had a baby? Right. No. So right. it's not just going to fall. So I think that's a misconception. So there's these like women out there who have a really, who have a, you know, who have, don't have weight issues, mm-hmm. have a baby and then lose it. And then you see them the next day at work and you're like, oh, did you have a baby? Yeah. Well, they didn't have weight issues before. Right. right. So my sister kind of had to like say to me, like, you had trouble, but like you grew a human. Yeah. And give yourself some right, grace, whether right. you didn't have... Well, like, and your whole lifestyle change. You were used to work... You had a routine, like, working, right. working out, doing this. Eating healthy, And now yeah. your whole life is different. Well, so. it's just... And the, again, this is not for every parent, but it's just not about me. Right. It's not about my husband. You know, I would rather buy something for Seeger than buy something for myself. Mm-hmm. I'd rather Seeger get, like, organic kale muffins <laughs> and me, you know, eat his leftovers. Yeah. Then sit down and cook a full dinner for me. That's not going to work always. You right. need to worry about yourself, and yeah. we can get into that. Yeah. Um, but I just I was having a lot of a lot about a month ago. Some real uh, like some real issues. I was thinking like I didn't do enough, and like how do I say this? I was thinking like I was basing Seeger's first year on the fact that I didn't use, lose the baby weight. Oh. And I wrote this whole post in my mom's group, and I didn't actually ever send it. Mm-hmm. Just writing it was like therapeutic. therapeutic yeah. But I was I wrote it, and I was thinking to myself after I read it, like this is the most moronic thought you've ever had. You have a son who is thriving. You have a marriage who is thriving. Like you have your marriage is thriving. You're you've never been more fulfilled or happier in your life, and you're basing your entire your son's first entire year on your weight on whether or not you were successful successful to lose the baby weight. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's that pressure. Mm-hmm. So that's hard. So that changes. And I said it's not all about physical and mental, um, you know. And then the way you connect to other women. So what, you know, are you, you know, stay-at-home mom, work, you know, go to work mom. I think there's a lot of, like, unwritten judgment there on both sides. Yeah. So, um, but everything changes. You have to force yourself to think about yourself if that's right. the type of mom you are. Right. So that's hard, too. Yeah. Um. And then leaving your career, I mean, like, I had to leave what was my career, mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't, I think she took it from someone, but she posted something on Facebook, and I, it's resonated with me. It said, they want you, like, I feel like the world wants you to work like you don't have kids, mm-hmm. and raise your kids like you don't work. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to do both very successfully. <laughs> like, And for me right now, like, being with my son is what's more important. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do both for sure. I'm not, those people who go to work aren't, you know, not raising their kids. Not that their yeah. kids aren't important. Right. Um, but why do women have to choose? It's insane. I was telling someone with this podcast yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to talk about how it's crazy that women have to choose between work and their and their child yeah. after three months. Yeah, yeah. You are not like mentally ready right. to go anywhere at three months. Yeah, like. Yeah. So there's just so many things that are, that shouldn't have to happen. And it's brutal that you have to leave your child at three months. Mm-hmm. So why do women have to make that choice? Right. Like I, we, there's just, and that's why Megan, she's so great, sent me a questionnaire yesterday and I like went so rogue and like didn't fill out half of it and like misspelled a million paragraphs ahead and like no grammar. Um, and she just goes with it. But that's why you can't pinpoint, like, the challenges, I feel like, in yeah. the first year of a child's life. Or being a first... I think of being a first-time parent, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
the challenges are a unforeseen like I know that I have a lot still coming right um and I feel like everything what you know it's not necessarily a bad challenge but everything becomes challenging when you have you're caring for another human right and every kid is different so like I think of my niece and my nephew and they are born from the same parents but they're very different yeah individuals yeah (laughs) and just I think the challenge of even that of like okay well the second one's a lot different than the first one was so how do I parent this kid because I got used to parenting the first there's just yeah for sure even like seeing Seager's little best friends in his playgroup like he's different from you know his friend Max or from his other friend John or whatever right um so it's just but yeah. the comparison game is probably really hard as a mom. Yeah. The comparison game in general is hard. <laughs> but I feel like as a mom, there's like a whole nother level. Because like we talked about, like even the feeding or like, is your kid saying this word yet? So or, hard. Yeah, I would imagine. And you that. have to just, it's like with everything in life, you've got to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to stay in your lane because your life is different. Your child is different. And it's not better or worse. But... There's just nothing good that comes from, I don't know, our fridge or thing. There's just nothing good that comes from, like, looking at or wanting with some, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, be happy in your own lane. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Or even, like, all the, can I, can I say bitch? Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Everybody who has sworn on this podcast says, can I swear on this podcast? And then they, and then they swear. I'm like, just say um, it. Even like all the little like skinny bitches in like, <laughs> you know, in like, whether it's my mom group or whatever. I'm like, if you look a pic- at a picture of them before, they, yeah. you know, so right. I just feel like you can't compare. Their yeah. story is different than yours. And it's just going to be, you know, I, I think... You need to sit in your own things that you're thankful for. Right. And not look around at right. everyone else. And I think because I've been able to stay home, I really feel so blessed. And I think that also the difference is, and um, have you talked about your own grief on this podcast? Um, I mean, I've hinted at it, I think, a little bit. You can, you can say it, yeah. When you lose, like, someone that's so big in your life, like a parent... Yeah. Or if you've struggled, like, with weight or you've struggled yeah. with different things in your life, things that are good when they come to you are so much that, like, so much sweeter yes. because maybe you've struggled before or you've lost something huge in your right, life. Right, So with, I don't, I'm not really looking to my right or my left. Like, I'm very happy with my current life. And, um... I think we could all take a lesson from you on that. Well, it's just... <laughs> so hard to If do you that. always get everything, it's yeah. hard to not feel... I would assume. Yeah. It's if you always get everything, you know, I would assume that it's hard to not feel like jaded if someone mm-hmm. else has something. Right. But I haven't always gotten everything. Yeah. I've struggled in my life and so I feel like the fact that I like have a nice home and I have a I have a great, amazing husband and father. I mean he's really like I've looked at him so differently this year. Um and a healthy if you have a healthy child, mm-hmm. just stay in your lane. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going on in other people's exactly. lives. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I want to get into um, what kinds of interests that you have and how have you, like, continued to do them or, or maybe picked up on something new um, since staying home. So at about three months, I got a babysitter mm-hmm. um, for Seeger who could come, like, twice a week so I could go work out. Okay. Um, 
and that was really important to me. I wanted to like keep going to classes and you know, I wanted to feel like at the beginning, like I could do it all. Like, yeah, I'm so cool, yeah. you know. And I, I like, I wanted to feel like mm-hmm. a good, you know, I want to feel like good check about myself. all the boxes. Like, yeah. I'm looking out and I'm, yeah. I got my baby, yeah. But that kind of comes and goes, and you know, um, then you're tired, so maybe you cancel the babysitter, babysitter, you like get a pedicure instead, yeah. like, so. I think honestly, like I, I used to think about it like I'm gonna have a babysitter, I'm gonna work out every single time that I have the babysitter. And now it's you know, and then it kind of became, okay, what else can I do for myself uh-huh. besides like working out, which is great and yeah. good for my mind and everything, but um sometimes the moms and I will text each other in the morning and be like, Hey, anyone want like a kid free morning? Call your babysitter and yeah. we'll all go somewhere. Okay. Um, so that's fun. Um like I said, working out I really do like a mani-pedi. Yeah. May not seem like that, you know, intellectual. I'm not... You know what? Here's the thing, people. I didn't have, like, that crazy of hobbies before I had my son. I like to cook. Right. I like to work out. Um, I like to go out with my friends. So it's not like I was, like, going to the, you know... Yeah. The Detroit Institute of Art by myself on, like, a Saturday morning prior to having Seeker. So I'm certainly not doing that now. Um, I'm, I'm really the same person, but... I honestly think I'm just a much better person now that having Seeger. I find myself to be so much less judgmental. Okay. Um, I just never know what someone else is going through. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be kind to everyone. And I find that I'm so much more confident in myself. Yeah, I like, can even kind of get that from just talking to you. Yeah, yeah. like I grew a freaking human. <laughs> and like I have kept him alive. <laughs> For a year. And like, yeah. well, kind of, for a year. So I feel like, I think the best thing that my son has, has done for me is given me something else to think about besides myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of time before I had Seeker. Um, my work was extremely flexible. <laughs> you know, I'd stroll in. And yeah, sometimes I, like on Sundays when I take like a three-hour nap, I wake up and I'm like, I'm so lucky that I can do this right now because so many of my friends have kids and can't just but like... En- yeah, but enjoy that. I, I know. I feel like you spend your time so incredibly wisely and you fill your time. <laughs> I, I fill it a little too much. <laughs> prior to my son, just had a lot of time. Yeah. And um, I didn't always spend it so wisely and I, I think I was to the point where I felt like so indulgent with like myself that I was so ready to have someone else to like care about. Right. Um, there's another quote that it says you were someone before you were a mom. Don't, don't forget that person. I like that. I like that too. However, I honestly like my life better with my son. Right. I think they just mean like keep, don't forget about yourself. Yes. Yes. I do understand that, but it's so funny because I just, I remember right after I had him going to lunch with, with, um, girlfriends who, um, and, and I remember saying like, I just like myself so much better. And they were like, well, don't forget about who you were before. And I'm like, well, I'm not forgetting about that person. I'm really the same person. I really don't feel. You just added something to that person. (laughs) I don't feel like my personality has changed much. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like he has made me a nicer, kinder, more, like, open, confident human. Something That's I've awesome. probably wanted for right. 32 years. Right. So I have to go back to cooking. Yeah. Because you mentioned that. And that's, like I said, I met you and you were doing a cooking demo so at work. Funny. Um, and so I've always known that that's something that you like to do. Yeah. But you started 
you're feeding my little foodie. Yeah. So I want you to talk about that. So when my son was six months old, I started, you know, it's time to start giving him solids. Um, and I started posting on Instagram because I love to cook. So that's one of my hobbies mm-hmm. that I really like to do prior to my son. I love taking cooking classes. I just, I like to eat. And she's really good at it. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so when I had him, or, you know, when he, when he was six months and it was time to start feeding him, I started to post on Instagram, like his different things yeah. that I would feed him because we chose a specific way to feed him. It's called baby lad weaning, um, which is newer, mm-hmm. um, started in Europe and it's a newer kind of way of feeding over the more traditional way where you start at like four to six months and you give only purees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had been doing a little bit of research prior to him turning six months and knew that I wanted to go with the baby led weaning, um, you know, route for a few different reasons. So for those of you who are, aren't familiar, you can have like your standard purees where you mash everything up. Then you have baby led weaning where you basically let them eat whatever you're eating. Okay. Um, and generally that starts at six months. And so I knew I wanted to do that to, to do that because I didn't really want to shove a spoon in his mouth and guess when he was hungry or full. Yeah. I wanted him to choose for many reasons. Right. Um, I mean, you think about it as us as adults, like we overeat, right. we, you know, um, there's just so many different reasons, so many things that stemmed with. And if you're interested in baby led weaning, you should pick up the book Born to Eat. Uh, because that is an amazing book. And then you should follow Feeding My Little Foodie on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> um, but so I, I, you know, picked up the book and it just talks so much about how, like, we are really born to eat. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted him to learn very early on when you're hungry, you eat. When you're full, you stop. Food is not, food is just food. Like, it's not, not the enemy. <laughs> let's, well, it's not, but it's not the enemy, but it's also, yeah. it's just food. Yeah. Like, if you're hungry, eat. If you're full, right. put it away. I have, like, food yeah. noise yes which is that's a you know, whole nother that's a whole nother episode. yeah but you know what i mean so yes. i just i'm very um cautious of how i am around my son and how i right. what healthy habits i wanted him to grow up with so started at six months and i was posting on instagram um you know instead of being instead of instead of giving purees also it's better for like their oral mm-hmm. um like mental development they they pick up their pincer grass like yeah. a lot quicker so it was just all things that I wanted to do started posting when I was feeding him on the Instagram I was getting like so many messages from mm-hmm. my friends and so I was like you know what I'll just start an Instagram post his little plates and whatever yeah. and it started with like 20 of my family members and it's 500 people now. wow I mean I only have 200 ish <laughs> friends on Instagram I don't even like that many people in the world they're like and most of them I don't even know and most yeah. of them are like yeah exactly yeah. so to have 500 I don't know most of them yeah and I just post like what I'm feeding him and I post recipes and I want other people to know how easy it is like mm-hmm. I've never bought in a jarred um, puree which is not here's the other thing I just want to say real quick is easy access to food is a privilege and yes. not everyone gets it gets right. that yeah and so however you're nourishing your children is amazing and do you right this is the route we chose yeah. it's not the route for everyone right um, and can you share like just some of the things that you make him? yeah yeah so he loves I mean I mean it's not it's also not like Le Cordon Bleu happening over here. Like, it's pretty <laughs> simple, people. So anyone could do it. He loves scrambled eggs. Someone just asked me today, can you give me some ideas for six months? And I was like, don't 
they're babies. Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't need, like, flan. Like, right. think small. <laughs> like, flan <laughs> just sounds fancy. <laughs> but, so, like, we started with whole, like, just slices avocado. of avocado. Yeah. Slices of sweet potato. I mean, we just started super, super simple. And now he's eating, like, shrimp cakes mm-hmm. and, you know, frittata. And he, there's... He's had curry. I mean, he's had every single thing you could think of, and yeah. I'm doing that on purpose. Baby led weaning is also supposed to help with picky eating. Okay. Um, because you're introducing so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the scarier parts about baby led weaning is gagging does tend to happen. Mm. So children's gag reflexes is at the set is in like at the center of their mouth where ours is in the back. So it doesn't mean that they're choking. It's actually they're learning to eat. Okay. Um, so that's a little scary. I remember like two days into baby line weaning, my husband was at work and I was feeding Seeker and I called him and I was like, we can't do this. We have to give him purees. And Spence was like, keep at it. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Um, so we cook everything. I mean, he's really tried all the allergens. Thank God he doesn't have any allergies because that's so common. But we do post, I do post like vegan recipes, nut free recipes also. Um, and you... Uh, and your stories like show how to make a lot of those yes. things too. Yeah. And that's fun. And a lot of that's done when he's napping. Yeah. Um, but that's really been something for me. Yeah. Because I've enjoyed it. I yeah. love here's the one thing that I think I do miss about work is my son needs me, but you're not like you're not as respected or for your opinions or mm-hmm. you know, what you think as you are maybe at or how I felt at work. Yeah. Um you know, it, it's it's a good feeling when people come to you and, and say, like, we need you to lead this. Or, yeah. you know, what do you feel about right. this? And you're not getting a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, so you're, like, can't talk. <laughs> so he's not really saying, like, what do you think, yeah. mom? Yeah, you're not having, like, yeah. So, and through that, I would get people asking, like, how yeah. are you doing this? Or how should yeah. I do this? And so that, that felt good for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. And you probably are helping the moms in your group, too, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping to do more with it. Um... You know, I don't know what it'll turn into, but... Right. Okay. Um, before I get into, like, the questions I ask everybody, I just want to make sure we covered everything you wanted to talk about. Oh, gosh. I feel like we need to do, like, 12 more of these. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you were to like, say, hey, I really had to say this and we didn't say it? The other, the rest of the questions might spur some of that, too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I feel like we hit it. Like, mom, mother, mothering is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I love being mom. Mom, mom, mom. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what would you tell other people who might be in your position who maybe are thinking of staying at home or are staying at home and like people are saying things to them? Oh, it's so hard. It's a loaded question because I don't want to sway someone to what's the perfect choice for them. Right. You have to think about what the perfect choice for you is. Um, what what helped me so I'm not going to answer that question for them but what helped yeah. me when I was deciding is what will I regret in a year will I regret being at home with my son for a year or you know will I regret having left my job mm-hmm. and here's the thing work is not going anywhere right my old boss first of all I'm not planning on going back to that work anyway yeah but even if you wanted to and you were good at it you, you probably still have a job yeah um my old boss has texted me you know before and be like you ready yeah. you ready yeah. so I feel like work is not going anywhere I'm employable if you know I do plan on working at some point okay um I wouldn't, I would like to now that my son's starting to, you know, be a year, I would like, I wouldn't mind working part time, but what I would say to someone going through it is 
it's not forever. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you quit your job, that is a big, big deal. And I don't know your situation, but it's not forever. Your child is only a baby once. Right. But I don't want to answer that question. You, yeah. It's a personal question. And it's a lot of it's financial. Like some well, people just can't make a hundred percent. And if you can't and you want to, like you got to find ways that you got, you got to get fulfilled somewhere else. Also it's quantity. It's quality. Yes. It's not quantity. Yeah. So like if you are working and you drop your kid off at daycare, you know, you put them in a bouncer because you need to get ready for work and then you drop them off at daycare and then you pick them up at daycare and you put them in a bouncer because yeah. you have to get dinner ready. It's, it's quality time. Just, you know, bounce you along can. with them while yeah. you're like flipping yeah. your salmon right. or do whatever you right. can do because right. it's just quality. If you're not able to stay home, the way, the things that I say to my working friends is like, Look at what a role model you're being for your child. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to work every day and you're a mom. Like, that's a great thing to show that. Right. Yeah. I think my sister's got, like, the best of both worlds because she works at a school. So, in the summer, she is home. So, she gets to have, like, a little bit of that. And then by the fall, she's ready to go back. I truly <laughs> think that the best of both worlds is part-time. Yeah. Or, like, yes. some, a situation like, like that. Or work from yeah. home. Right. For me, I didn't want to work in his first year. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even begin to say, like, how lucky I felt and now I'm kind of ready for a part-time situation. Yeah. But I just felt like it was cutting off my left arm right. If, right? to leave him. And if you have to leave them, you do. And that's yeah. what happens. You cut off that arm yeah. and you, it's, you know. like Yeah, it'll grow back. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what kind of part-time work are you interested in? I'm just curious for my own curiosity. Because <laughs> um, you were in fundraising and event planning. Yes, before. I don't know if I was allowed to say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, in relation to it. Yeah. So... That's the other thing that's kind of exciting is I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it was time for me to kind of like reinvent what I wanted to do because I wasn't happy with what I was doing. Right. right. And so part of me thinks like, I'm going to become a feeding therapist and mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to take a little, you know, feeding my little foodie. And then the other part of me thinks like, no, I want to stay in events and the other, I'm not in fundraising. <laughs> and the other part of me. <laughs> don't get any ideas. <laughs> She's not coming back. And the other part of me thinks, um, you know where could feeding my little foodie go yeah. and like could I do an e-cookbook or maybe I could you know teach some sort of classes or right. whatever so it's interesting to reinvent myself yeah um I think finding something part-time right now in my experience so like in events yeah. or even like development a little bit yeah um and then kind of see where that goes okay. sticking with little you know feeding my little foodie yeah. also yeah I definitely think you should keep that going because it's obvious that it's Bringing you some joy, yeah, which is a fun. hot, a hot topic these days. Is what brings you joy. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so you she mentioned a few resources. One yes. was Honey. One yes. was the Born to Eat book. Are there any others that you have found helpful? So many Instagram pages that okay. obviously I can't think of right now. Can you post them? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, okay. we can share them. Um, that's what someone else said too about um like healthy eating is Instagram can be negative if you compare yourself to others on yes. it, but it can, it can also be very helpful. Well, there's, so when Seeker was six months, I, I took a um, baby led weaning course okay. by a Instagram page called feeding littles. Okay. And it's by a, um, a nutritionist and a speech therapist, an OT. Okay. Occupational therapist. And I took a course online. Just I wanted to be super knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. They have a infant course and a toddler course, and I found that so helpful. And they talk so much about the theory behind baby led weaning and intuitive eating and positive, you know, um, 
you know, how to raise your children with positive views on food. If maybe yeah. you have struggled with that in the past. Okay. So they're huge. Um, but I think find your tribe, honestly. Yeah. I don't know what I would... First of all, I don't know what Sierra and I would do with, like, our days. <laughs> I think we'd spend a lot of time at Target if we didn't have... I mean, when I look at your Instagram, I, I think I've said at work sometimes, like, man, Brie is, like, killing Everyone says... <laughs> She's Everyone got a large... Like, Seeger has more friends than I do. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> says, like, you are so busy. And I'm like, dude, it gets boring. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we joke about people, how I'm, like, offended when people say you're not using your brain, but, like, it is a different part of your brain, I yeah. guess. Um, Was winter harder, too, because maybe you couldn't I get out as much? I think it would have been yeah. if I didn't have this group. Yeah. I don't necessarily struggle with seasonal depression, mm-hmm. um, but I would assume if you're a new mom and it's winter, yeah. I mean, and this has been a pretty okay winter, I feel like. Well, except that week that, like, Oh, that was so cold. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, and this is going to sound so cheesy, and I feel like half your listeners are going to want to punch me, but I feel like... Um, well, it's funny that show working moms on Instagram, we were watching it and they're in a mom's group and there's like half the moms are working moms and then there's yeah. like other mom who like makes her own like diaper bag and like everyone wants to punch and I'm like, fuck, can I say fuck? Yeah. I'm like, I was like, Spencer, I think I'm the one who makes her own diaper bag that everyone wants to punch. And Spencer's like, no, but I feel like this is cheesy, but like. He has made my life more fun. Everything is so fun through him. Yeah. That, like, and maybe it's because I wasn't, like, I had my friends and I was social with my friends, but I wasn't, like, that newly friend social. Right. And now I just feel like we have plans every single day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you're you're always mean? somewhere. Yeah. But you can't stay home. If you're a mom and you're a stay-at-home mom, you can't stay home because you will... You could go easily bananas. fall into a pit of, you like, go bananas. loneliness. And, yeah. Yeah. I would assume also if you have a newborn in winter. Yeah. I had a, like, six-month-old in winter, and yeah. that's when they're starting to, like, do fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was part of Sam's, and her episode will have been out before this, so hopefully people listen, but... Um, I think that was her struggle. She had her baby in late October, so then it was so winter hard. and a yeah, newborn. No. That's hard. And she really struggled. So for her going back to work was like, please, I need to go back to work. Totally like, get that. I need that. social, and I need yeah. to get out. Yeah. I had him in April... And so we had the entire summer. Yeah. And then just as he was starting to sleep through the night, it was winter. Mm-hmm. And, like, just as just as they're starting to, like, move. And, and you already had your tribe by then. So, right? So you had people that you could, like, text. Yes. Yeah. Six weeks in. Yeah. 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 yeah that's awesome. So. Okay. All right. Um, so my dad always used to tell us, build each other up, don't tear each other down. And so one of the things that I have every guest to do is give me somebody that they want to build up in their life. And so some oh, people Lord. have said, like the first Kristen, my first guest, oh, um, I said I want to build up like other moms. Um, some people have said like my husband or my boyfriend yeah. or whoever has like the most. It can be like a person. It can be one person, okay. yeah, or it can be a group of people. So she'll be fine if I share this, but I'll just double check. <laughs> um, so my best friend, her name's Christina Andrews. She has a son who has autism. Mm. He's two years old, um, and she is like. I don't even think she knows, like, how incredible she is. She, I feel like, basically lives, like, she's, every day she's trying to save his life. And that may sound like, I mean, he's not dying of cancer, thank God. No, but autism is Um, really hard. But I think what she would explain is, like, I'm fighting for his life every single day. Mm -hmm. And I know she has trouble connecting to other moms whose kids are, um, you know, who don't have health struggles. Right. And um, I can't even, I think about... Whenever, you know, let's say Seeker's cranky or is teething or is having a tough day or there's anything going on in my life. Um, 
I think about her and she's just like so strong. She has just been fighting for him the day he was born. And he is a rock star. He's like the most amazing, fun little guy. And he's like progressing mm-hmm. so much. And so I just think that she needs to like look in the mirror and look and like realize how amazing she is. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard being a mom in general. Mm-hmm. And then to add that whole situation. Yeah. Um, and that's the other reason I don't think, so I want to build her up. She's a rock star. She's amazing. And I think she needs to give herself a little bit more credit, mm-hmm. um, which is hard because if you have mom guilt, you know, it's hard when your child is going through something and you want, it's never enough, right. you know? Right. Um, but that's why going back to like staying in your own lane, you don't know what the next person is going through. And that's why I just don't be judgmental of other people because you may see one thing and you have no clue what they're what they're going through at home yeah just stay in your lane and Mm -hmm. be kind right just be a kind human yeah i tried to be more patient when i see kids throwing temper tantrums in a store because i'm like who knows what is going on in that family well and maybe it's also because you think about having a family one day maybe and you think like i'll say my mom friends and i will be sitting around and be like oh my god we cannot or maybe before Spence, before we had kids, Spence and I would like have all these ideas of child rearing and whatever. You don't know shit, okay? <laughs> Until you have a baby who like pees all over your kitchen floor or does whatever, has a tantrum in a grocery store, which we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, It'll happen. <laughs> cool, step mom. <coughs> I'd be like, I feel you, girl. Yeah. That's what moms need. They yeah. don't need your judgment or your eyes or right. whatever. They just need your support. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time to give a fun recommendation. So um, <coughs> some people have been giving a book, podcast that they listen to, which I'm a podcast junkie, so I always love new recommendations, uh, a song even, or yeah. like an artist that you're listening to lately that you just love. So anything I need fun. to listen to more podcasts. And I don't know if this is a, um, well, Al- Ali Wong, is that her name? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going <laughs> to we'll, we'll fact check that one. <laughs> um, but she's hilarious and does like hilarious um comedy routines on just like being a mom mm-hmm. and just you, you can resonate with it also watch working moms on netflix okay. and then there's another podcast called the longest shortest time longest which literally is how you feel how i feel about my son's first year mm-hmm. the long it's been the longest shortest time like he's almost a year and i yeah. feel like holy crap yeah um i don't think i have anything else no those were good ones fun. Those were good ones. Um, okay, so we want people to follow Feeding My Little Foodie. Yeah, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. For good recipes. And it's not just for, like, babies. No, so, yeah. Sears about to be a year, so we'll, he won't be baby-led weaning anymore. Mm-hmm. He'll just be eating food. Eating, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he eats what we eat, which has been the most amazing thing. So especially if you're a working mom, like, why go to all this trouble to, like, buy extra food for your yeah. kid? Just hopefully you have a healthy eating routine. Right. And... <laughs> Feed them what you eat. Right. And so it's just, you know, food for the whole family. And a lot of the, the stuff that you make, you show, like, how to freeze it. And yeah, exactly. Too, so, okay. Well, any last words before I don't we... want it to end. <laughs> we have to do more. <laughs> we can do another one. Yeah. Yeah. But I for now. Like, I feel like people are really going to like this one. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, because you and I have talked about this before, that we should do one on, like, eating issues that yeah. you and I have had. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Because I like, want to do one, but I want it to be a conversation and not just me sharing my, all my... And especially if you're going to have children. Here's the thing that my, my husband and I talk about like daily. is like, 
we just don't want to fuck him up. Yeah. Like, we want to do... I wish I would have known I could have sworn earlier. But, um... I just have to mark it explicit if you swear, okay. so it doesn't matter to me. Okay. Yeah. So kids won't listen. Yeah. They'll look bored by this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just... You want to do everything you can to not put your issues onto mm-hmm. your children. And yes. you're going to. I mean, it's not, you know, no one's perfect. But um, the one thing I'm just not willing to put onto him is all, like, my, like, food noise. It's yeah. really the only way to... It's just so unnecessary. There's yes. a whole life to live. Like, right. get out of your head. Yeah, I would never want, if I have kids, my kid to feel the way I do about food and body I know. image. And, I know. Because yeah, it's not fun. But so. it starts with you. You know yes. what I mean? So yeah. I feel like... That is so important to me and my husband. Right. Um, and so part two, we might uh, yeah, we might come back too. and do that. Okay. Yay. All right. Thank you, Bree. Thank you.